0: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy.
1: Hello, and today on the Email Marketing Show, we're going to share with you some email marketing best practices, some stuff that we should all really be doing, but some of it gets a little bit overlooked.
0: Now, listen, when this podcast episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone, sat there wondering, pondering with your questions. So instead, come and hang out with us in our free Facebook group. You can share what you're working on. You can get stuck into the training and the resources that we've got. Just go to Facebook and search for, wait for it, the email marketing show community eh? (laughs) and you'll go straight there come and join us
1: absolutely so after being the best man at his friend's wedding three other guys asked if he if they could hire him to be the best man at their wedding i'm talking about hypnotist robert temple
0: and when he gets chinese food it has to include salt and chili pepper chicken it's the mind reader kennedy
1: So was it, was it because of your fabulous speech?
0: It was exactly that, yeah. Just hit the, hit the note for them.
1: Is this the one that you did about uh, about Justin Bieber? Yeah. Tell that very briefly. What the joke? Oh, so
0: um, the, uh, the bride is of a Spanish family. And so half the people in the room spoke Spanish rather than English. And they translated my speech from English into Spanish. So uh, I did say to make that easier for them, that the rest of the speech would match the lyrics to Justin Bieber's song, which is in Spanish, which I now can't remember the name of
1: there's the story no it really did happen okay yes we are here every single week helping course creators coaches and membership site owners make their email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds actually back in your favor so you can do harder hitting higher converting psychology driven email marketing welcome to the show make sure if you haven't already hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on another episode
0: So we're going to talk about these things that we really know we should be doing, but they just become a little bit too annoying or we just don't do them. We're going to make that nice and easy for you and make it something that you definitely, definitely want to be doing. Now, the... First one, uh, it's really like when somebody unsubscribes from your list, everyone initially when you first start this game feels a little bit of sadness and a little bit of, oh, that person's gone now. But actually fairly recently, uh, somebody got in touch with us, like within the last year actually, somebody got in touch with us and said, hey, I I, I really, I really, I'm so busy and email marketing is not a massive part of thing of what I do, but I am very interested in in what you're doing, but I don't need to hear from you every single day. And we thought, well, that's fine. You can just scroll down and click unsubscribe. And they said, but I do want to hear from you when you're running your event or I do want to hear from you when you've got some big thing going on. And we thought, well, you can't because you've unsubscribed. So eventually we realized that actually the correct way to handle this is to have something that is a sort of granular opt-out. Give somebody the ability to say, listen, I still want to be on your list and I do still want to hear from you generally going forward, but... Maybe I don't need to receive, in our case, your daily emails. Like maybe I don't need to hear from you every single day. In other words, that person wants to unsubscribe from those daily emails in our case. And then that means we can still drop them an email when we are doing a launch of something new or when we are running an event and they they can book tickets or when we're doing a webinar and they might want to attend that. In other words, sporadically, maybe once a month, twice a month, once every six weeks, something like that we will go into something that's not our general daily day-to-day emails, and they might want to hear about that. And because they're not totally globally nuclear unsubscribed, you can now go ahead and actually make that happen.
1: A really good way of implementing this is if in, if you're in the middle of a launch of a particular service, product, and offer, something you're doing, whether it's something of your own or something somebody else's that you're promoting, is just include a little link in the footer in the, after the PS, just in the bottom of your email, which says, if you're really not interested in hearing about this thing and you would rather not hear because I'm gonna be talking about it for the next few days, just click this link you'll not you know, you'll no longer hear about this particular thing and then when normal service of my regular I hate the word newsletter, but my regular sort of emails are are coming back out again. You'll be you'll be put back into those, and you'll still receive them. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest: if you're if you suddenly start emailing me about I don't know some kind of fitness thing, I'm not really that into fitness, right? <laughs> I'm just really not into it. Uh, Rob's getting into it; he's like he's back on the he's back in the thing. So well done, you by the way, mate. Well done. I know you're it up. You? Good for you. It's, it's, you're seeing a difference. I'm seeing you look handsome and all that. Anyway, so if you if you're emailing me. All about that because you're talking about how uh, the fitness of entrepreneurs, right? And your fitness is really important because you're doing, you're launching a product about fitness for entrepreneurs. I'm actually going to disconnect with that quite quickly. I'm going to start to disengage, and you don't want that. So instead, if there's just a little link at the bottom of that email which says, "I'm going to be talking about this fitness for entrepreneurs program for the next few days," if it's not your bag, it's totally cool. I don't want to, don't want to fall out with you. I don't want to disconnect from you. You can click here and. That will remove you from this promotional campaign. That's great because I'm going to click that and it means I'm no longer going to think of you as the person who suddenly is always yabbering on about fitness stuff that I just don't care about. So, And the way you do it in terms of a practical sense of doing it is literally just using some kind of segmentation. Right, Rob?
0: Yeah, totally. So obviously, most email marketing platforms use tags in order to create segments and different parts of your list. So all you want to do is have a tag that is called, you know, pr- promotion name opt out. So fitness for entrepreneurs opt out or something. And literally, all that happens is you just have it. So when somebody clicks on that ta- ta- that that link, it applies that tag, takes them to a page that says, "Hey, thanks for that. We've we've removed you from this particular promotion," and now when you send an email, that like, you just makes you exclude anyone who's got that tag. So you just create a saved audience or a segment or a list or whatever that doesn't include that tag. And now those people don't get that email. And when you come to the end of that promotion and you go back to your general day-to-day email or you do a different promotion, you just start sending to everyone who's got that tag again. And now you'll do the whole thing again, but with something else. And again, more people will choose to unsubscribe from that if they want to.
1: This is a really simple way of keeping people engaged, not alienating people, because your know, different offers will appeal to different pe- different people. So, for example, if we're promoting something which is about list building, like our first 5K program, if someone's not interested in building their list because they're sort of in a different phase or they're, they're focused on something else right now, they can just remove themselves from that and they don't feel like we're suddenly the list building guys. We don't want to be that. So, really, really practical thing. So, this all obviously comes down to that level of engagement, which brings us on to our second big uh, sort of general email marketing best practice, which is we should be monitoring engagement. Okay, we've really got to monitor engagement because people, and we yabber on about this a lot... People who are not engaging with your emails are damaging your, are damaging a whole bunch of things. They're damaging your, um, your reputation with the email marketing platforms. They're damaging your ability to communicate with the people who are engaging with you and who do wanna hear from you, but also they're costing you money because if they're not opening your emails, they can't be reading your emails and they can't be clicking on links to buy stuff from you and engage your services or buy your products, right? So, and then every email marketing platform charges you based on how many email subscribers you've got. So if they're just sitting around, they're doing nothing, they're actually costing you money. So you want to monitor engagement. And the way you do that is by figuring out for you, what do you class as engagement? This is something we talk about a lot in our revival campaign inside of the league. So you members of the league, you'll know about the revival LOL sequence, which is all about monitoring people's engagement, coming up with your personal formula for engagement. That could include people opening your emails over a certain amount of time, people who don't click on links in emails, people who don't reply. Basically, figure out for you over what period of time somebody has to not engage, open, click links, reply, for you to consider them to be disengaged and at that and so if you're constantly looking for that and you can do that automatically you can have that as an automation in many platforms or you can do it as a manual task every month or couple of months whatever you feel like is the best sort of um cadence for that i guess so monitor engagement that'll also let you know how you're doing right
0: yeah, totally. And this is so, so important because you've got to realize that you might look at, let's imagine you look at your open rate and you see your open rate is 30%. That's not the same on, you know, on average, that's not the same thing as how engaged your list actually are, because that's going to be a, that's going to be like a, a changing 30%. Sometimes it's going to be Derek, Steve, and Carol, whereas sometimes it's going to be Karen, Derek, and Steve. And so different people are opening your emails and not opening your emails every single day. So don't look at your engagement and say, well, I've got 30% of people opening my list. That means I've got 70% disengaged because that's not true instead what you've got is you've got a whole batch of people who are never opening your emails and they never get factored into that because well because they're not opening your emails so what you need to do instead is to have something running permanently in the background that is looking for all of these people now this is obviously going to work differently in every platform active campaign you can like click two buttons import a couple of campaigns and it will do it for you a couple of automations rather Infusionsoft, you have to do it a little bit more manually than that, and so on and so forth. So you can find out how to do it for your particular platform. However, knowing what this that what this metric is, knowing how engaged your list are, knowing how much attention or not people are paying to you on your on your list, you can now start to clean out those people. You can start to run our LOL campaign, as Kennedy said. You can start to clean out the people who are not paying attention and really start to actually make a smaller list that is more engaged, more profitable. Uh, gets like, You just want to see that percentage of engagement going up, the percentage of disengagement going down. And that's going to happen more as you start to tidy that list and keep it nice and clean. And don't be afraid to just say, look, if somebody hasn't clicked on whatever your definition is, somebody hasn't, in our case, clicked on a link within the last 30 days, that person is disengaged. If they go through our re-engagement, our revival LOL campaign, and they still don't come back, well, there's no point in us keeping those people around.
1: No, because you're not serving them. They're not opening the emails anyway. If you delete them, remember, they're not going to miss you because they weren't even looking at you in the first place. You know, you can't miss a a friend who's not there. Okay, so monitor engagement. That's our second one. The next one is something we talk about a lot again, but we want to make sure we drive this home because there's a few really important reasons to do this. And that is to email more frequently. It's so important. There's a few really big reasons, not really sales reasons, honestly. Uh, Apart from, like, you'll not make sales if you don't email people. That's really important. But actually, bigger reasons than just sales to email people more often. For example, I got an email just the other day from a guy called Clive. I have no idea who Clive is. Turns out, I joined Clive's List a few months ago. And he hasn't emailed since. So what happens is as soon as I get an email from somebody I don't recognize, what do we all do? We think, this is spam, this is junk, this is an outreach cold email. And nobody likes that, nobody likes it. So that immediately gets marked as spam. That immediately gets complained about. You unsubscribe and then it says, that little screen that pops up and says, why are you unsubscribing? You click, you find the button, which has the harshest reason, which is like, this person's a dirty, rotten spammer. Please send them to email prison now. You click that and now that person's reputation with that email marketing platform is damaged. So not only that, we're gonna come onto that in a second. But more importantly, that person's reputation with every single person they just emailed is damaged. The reputation is damaged and the impact of that email is zero. It's not serving you. In fact, it's going in the opposite direction of making a sale. It's you you walking into that car showroom and you immediately not liking the salesperson. It's exactly that. It's pushing people away from the sale. Whereas if you show up more regularly, at least a couple of times a week, they can't forget who you are. They can't forget and think, "Who's this person emailing me?" Because you've shown up. You're there all the time.
0: And you know, I think even if they don't forget who you are, but you don't show up very often, like maybe you turn up once a month, and if you miss a month, you're now every sixty days, or you know, if, if even if they don't quite forget who you are and they know why that why they're on your list, when you do turn up. It's probably going to be to make some sort of offer because if you don't email market very often, when you do, you really do need to make an offer. And they are going to have this feeling of, ah, oh, he or she only pops up when they've got something to sell. Mm-hmm. And that that's irritating. Like if they're not there all the time building a relationship and you just turn up to make a sale and then disappear for another 60 days, like that's not cool. Now, the other thing about this is that emailing more often. And I realize we are rapidly turning into the email marketing stuck record here, uh, but we're going to give you a million different reasons why you should email more often over a period of time. And Here's another one. is The more often you email, the more chance you have to build proof and evidence with the email receiver platforms like Gmail and Yahoo and Ymail and AOL and Verizon and all the rest of them, that you are actually worth listening to and sending good emails. Because compounding with what Kennedy just said about emailing more often to get less complaints from people, if you email more often and your engagement is good. In fact, this really combines everything we've talked about in this episode so far. If you email more often, your engagement is good. People are opening your emails. They appear to be engaging with you. They're replying to your emails. All of the stuff that we help people to do. That means that every time you send an email, the email platforms like Gmail and Ymail and all that lot say, oh my God, these emails are great. These people are replying. These people are opening. These people are clicking. The engagement is really high because you've been monitoring it and cleaning out your list. And therefore, they get to give you extra brownie points in their little system. Now, of course, nobody quite knows how their algorithm works. We'd be lying if we said we did, but we definitely know that that is a factor. And so what that means now is that if you only turn up once a month, you only get the chance to build that evidence once a month. And the truth is you're not going to be building the best evidence because you're going to have a bunch of people who've forgotten who you are and they've forgotten what made them want to be on your list in the first place. Whereas if you show up every day like we do, or if you show up three times a week, that means that now you've got every day or three times a week the opportunity for the email platforms to say, these guys emails are good. This woman's emails are good. These emails are good. These emails are good. And the more you do it, yeah. You know, if, if you do it every day, you've got 365 chances a year to build up that evidence, as opposed to if you only email once a week, you've got 52. If you email once a month, you've only got 12. And so it might not feel like a massive shift to cut down your emails that dramatically, but actually you can really see that it is.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So, and the final one we want to share with you is to actually give value in your emails. If you removed the the, the offer, the sales pitch, the thing you're telling people about completely, would your email itself give value? And what do we mean by value? We don't necessarily mean teaching every single time. In fact, back on episode 47, we gave you seven different types of value that you can put into any email. Go back and check that one out. It's called like Seven Types of Value. It's got a really, really fascinating and original title. It's called Seven Ways to Give Subscriber Value in Your Marketing Emails. So people love receiving them. Go check out that one. It's either on the show.com or on your podcast player, of course, wherever you're listening to this. So make sure you actually value in the emails. And that means, like Rob said, people don't think that you only email whenever you're trying to flog them something and make an offer and drag money out of their wallet. Instead, they actually feel like, You've emailed me. There's going to be something really good in this. There's going to be something of value. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to feel something. Or one of the other seven types of value in an email. So think about, is there value in these emails? Make sure that there's value in every single email, right?
0: So how about it? There you go. A whole bunch of best practices that most people are just not doing. But actually, with a little bit of thought, a little bit of effort, you can go ahead and get that set up running. And you know what? It's not like it's loads more work. Right. What we've just said there is stuff you can set up once and have it running in the background. And, and, and it just really does work. Now, we'd love to hear how you're going to implement all of this stuff in your business. So if you'd like to hang out and talk about it and chat about all these things, come and hang out in our free Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search for the email marketing show community snazzy title, and uh, we're very friendly in there. We'll we'll answer your questions. Kennedy, I hang out there all the time, as well as a bunch of awesome other entrepreneurs and coaches and authors and consultants and all kinds of other jam just like you. That's right. I said jam.
1: You did say jam, now you're making us hungry. Okay, now it's time for this week's
0: Subject, subject Line of the Week. week. Subject line of, of the week.
1: week. You had a really good one yesterday, Rob. You were really excited to send it out, didn't you? So do you want to talk to us about um the Amazon delivery
0: one? That's a real I really hmm. want to talk about this. So this subject line was uh my Amazon delivery interrupted my doc- Dot dot, and then the little embarrassed emoji with the little blushing cheeks Um which I thought, again, our subject lines were happy to be a little bit like on the uh, not on the flirty side, but a little cheeky, bit on like bit the cheeky the provocative cheeky side. Yeah. So my Amazon delivery driver, no, sorry, my Amazon delivery interrupted my XYZ thing. Um, and it was just the little the little embarrassed emoji. And what he actually interrupted was Kennedy and I doing a live yesterday into our Facebook group. That's what actually got interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course it just leaves it open to go, oh my God, what, 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 what was he doing when he got interrupted? And so uh, I talked about the fact then in that email that actually Sometimes we feel like we're an interruption in people's lives when we send them emails and we're going to turn up uninvited and unwanted into their inbox. So uh, beautifully shoehorned there into a, an email marketing lesson. But yes, subject line so far appears to have worked very well. It's been a little bit less than 24 hours since it went out, but so far, working.
1: And it was, Amazon. my Amazon delivery interrupted my dot, 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 embarrassed emoji. I love it. Just really playing with people's emotions and curiosity for this week's subject, subject line, line of the, of the week. week, subject line, line of, of the, the week. week. Oh, that was another cracking episode. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, make sure that you smash, hit, slap about that uh, that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on next week's episode, where we'll be joined by another fabulous guest. And we'll do it all again. In the meanwhile, we'll be in our Facebook group. Do come and join us over in the Email Marketing Show community over on Facebook. And we'll see you next week. Cheers!